Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. DC police are looking for their killers. Also in the district, protests over the death of a woman in police custody in Iran. The CIA unveils a model of an al-Qaeda leader's hideout at its Virginia headquarters. I'm Acacia James. And coming up at 9:10, what Russia's mobilization of extra troops for its war in Ukraine could mean in the coming months. Good to be with you. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Matt Piper in New York. It is a weekend of storm preps in Florida as Tropical Storm Ian heads north. It's expected to become a hurricane today and a major hurricane as soon as late Monday, then head toward the west coast of Florida. WTSP-TV's Hannah Deneen is in Pasco County. The governor's emergency declaration is designed to cut through the bureaucratic red tape. For Florida emergency management... It allows me the opportunity to execute those contracts in a matter of minutes versus a matter of days and weeks. Kevin Guthrie is the director of Florida Emergency Management. He explains the declaration also frees up state funding for emergency protective measures. Cleanup is already underway in Puerto Rico and Canada after Hurricane Fiona battered both places. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. Storm surge swept homes into the sea and forced many families to evacuate. There are hundreds of people displaced right now. The storm washed out roads and toppled trees and power lines. There has been violent unrest in Iran, triggered by the death of a young woman in police custody. She was arrested September 13th for allegedly breaching the rules that mandate tightly fitted hijab head coverings. More from correspondent Christina Rafini. Islamic law does not explicitly require women to cover their heads, but Iranian law does. For years, young, especially urban women, have been pushing the limits of the mandatory dress code, leaving the front of their long coverings open and pushing their veils far back on their heads. Now many are ripping them off completely. And they're being joined by men, protesting not only religious restrictions, but economic hardship and a regime they say is out of step with the needs of its people. Two U.S. military veterans who disappeared three months ago while fighting against Russia with Ukrainian forces have arrived home at an airport in Alabama. The pair were released by Russian-backed separatists as part of a prisoner exchange. Diana Shaw is veteran Alex Druki's aunt. I don't want people to forget all the Ukrainians who are still being held, all the people who are still being wrongfully detained. A prominent law school in San Francisco now has a new name. CBS's Linda Kenyon has the story. The University of California's Hastings College of the Law is now the College of the Law San Francisco. The school was founded in 1878 by Soranus Clinton Hastings. He was a 19th century rancher who sponsored deadly atrocities against Native Americans. The name change was among several bills concerning indigenous people signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on Native American Day in California. Among the graduates at that law school, Vice President Harris. This is CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition, because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. 9.03 on Sunday, September 25, 2022. 60 degrees, increasing clouds with afternoon showers, highs in the upper 70s.
Good Sunday morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. Florida is preparing for a tropical storm Ian to make landfall this week, likely as a hurricane, according to forecast. And as they are getting ready, a team of specialists from our area are heading to that region to help out. They are Fairfax County's International Urban Search and Rescue Team. Virginia Task Force 1 is made up of search and rescue specialists, structural engineers, doctors and emergency paramedics, as well as canine rescue personnel. The 45-member group headed down to the Sunshine State will partner up with FEMA and two other rescue groups, one from Virginia Beach and the other from Dayton, Ohio. At the same time, after a week in Puerto Rico of working through the devastation caused by Hurricane Fiona, Montgomery County's urban search and rescue team is heading back to Maryland. Luke Lugert, WTOP News. And we've learned that the response team from Montgomery County landed at BWI Airport earlier this morning. D.C. police are searching for a car connected with a Saturday morning murder in Southeast. Detectives say they're looking for a white Kia Optima sedan with Ohio license plate JAU381. They say the car was last seen on 30th Street Southeast near the Winston Education Campus. That's where the officers found 62-year-old Arthur Harrison Jr. He'd been shot. Paramedics tried to revive him, but Harrison died at the scene. If you missed that Ohio license plate police are looking for, you can see the story online, and that's at WTOP.com. A 32-year-old man was shot dead in Northeast D.C. Saturday morning. This happened in the 2300 block of 15th Street Northeast. That's where police found the man suffering from a gunshot wound. The victim has been identified as David Scott of Northeast D.C. and police are offering a $25,000 reward for information in the case. Protesters, many of Iranian-American heritage, took to the downtown D.C. streets last night, showing solidarity with ongoing protests in Iran. The demonstrations were sparked by the death of Masa Amini, a young woman who died in police custody earlier this month over a violation of Iran's strict religious dress code. She was detained for allegedly wearing her hijab too loosely in public. Protesters in D.C. carried posters and pictures of Amini through downtown. The CIA has revealed a model of an al-Qaeda leader at the safe house, the, the al-Qaeda leader's safe house. It was used to brief the president before the agency killed him in a drone strike in Afghanistan. Ayman al-Zawari, a key plotter of the September 11th attacks, was killed back in July. Shortly after his death, the White House released a photo of President Biden and CIA Director William Burns with a closed wooden box in front of them. Now the contents of the box are on display at the CIA Museum inside the agency's Virginia headquarters. It's a model depicting a white-walled home with at least five stories and three partially hidden balconies. The CIA Museum is closed to the public, but you can see photos of the model at WTOP.com. James, WTOP News. A new pop-up museum in D.C.'s Union Market celebrates the black female experience. It highlights 10 women of color who create interactive performances, installations, and events. And despite the name, the founder Claire Billingsley tells our news partners at NBC4 this museum is for everyone. It's a space, though, to celebrate black women and to celebrate our stories and how far we've evolved. It's open Thursdays through Sundays. Tickets cost $32 for adults and $15 for kids. And the family of a woman shot and killed by her boyfriend last year in Clinton is starting a foundation in her honor. 
Moyana Tillman was 24 when her boyfriend killed her outside her home before later ending his own life. The new foundation will raise money for survivors of domestic violence, provide scholarships and fund research. Her aunt, Ashley Taylor, spoke to our news partners at NBC4 about this launch. To be able to honor her in this way, because that was that that was Moyana. She wanted to help. She always helped. The foundation will hold a launch party today at 1 at Ardmore Park in Springdale. That's where Tillman played as a child. Coming up after traffic and weather, Russia is mobilizing more troops in their war against Ukraine. What that could mean in the coming months for Ukraine and other parts of Europe. It's 9.07. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather. Let's head to Mary in the traffic center. All right, Liz, and we're going to head straight into Virginia. We've had a long-standing crash and cleanup underway on 95 in Virginia since the six o'clock hour. And fortunately, it is a Sunday. Delays could definitely be worse and not making light of it. If you're running southbound, you're going to hit the brakes after the Fairfax County Parkway slowly rolling toward Lorton Road. Two lanes to the left are getting by side cleanup. And that's your breakaway point. If you join 95 South from Lorton Road, however you choose to get there, you are beyond the issue. And nothing is reported Route 1 through Fairfax County or 123 and even the Fairfax County Parkway. This is the breakaway point. Nothing else ahead. Easy Pass Express lanes are going northbound. On the Beltway, only a couple things to note. The inner loop in Virginia, they're towing away one of the vehicles at George Washington Parkway exit 43. But watch out for flashing lights along the right side. Equipment still on scene. Be sure to scoot over. Get out of the right lane. Police on the scene of this crash. You are at speed. On the Maryland side of things, 270 south before the Park Road overpass and Urbana, that crash clear from travel, so any delays have dissipated. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman have helped thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victim of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Not a Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Clay Anderson. Good morning, Liz. Storm Team 4 radar picking up some light rain showers from Hagerstown northward across the Pennsylvania border. But otherwise, we're looking at the clouds as they continue to advance ahead of a frontal system that will be moving across our area, bringing us some occasional showers in the afternoon and early evening. Temperatures will be rising today from the 60s to the 70s, topping off near 80 degrees in the upper 70s. Gradual clearing after sunset, clearing skies, back to work, back to school for Monday, mostly 
mostly sunny skies, temperatures in the mid-70s. Tuesday, another sunny day as well with high temperatures in the mid-70s. Temperatures right now in the Commonwealth include Leedsburg at 55 degrees, Tyson's Corner 57, and McLean coming in at 58 degrees. Thanks so much, Clay. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. And more than 1,300 people have reportedly been arrested in Russia in recent days, protesting Vladimir Putin's partial mobilization of up to 300,000 more troops for his war in Ukraine. There have been some Russian reports that the real mobilization could be three times that number. So what could the escalation mean for Ukraine, for Europe, and for us in the United States? Well, here with more, Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. Good morning, Meredith. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for joining us. So what does all of this mean, first of all, for the war? I think probably the most important point is obvious it's going to drag out longer. Um, and that's not really surprising. Um, I think we've discussed before that uh, Putin's probably counting on this becoming a war of attrition, meaning he's really waiting, kind of trying to wait the West out, wait until people get tired of the war, wait until people really start to feel uh, the sacrifices involved in the war, like going through the winter. Um, and so uh, right now, that's the biggest, uh, you know, that's going to be the biggest impact is that he's putting more resources toward it. It's going to take longer for this to end. And speaking of the winter, so autumn has started and, uh, you know, in this area, the temperatures have dropped significantly just uh, over over a week. And of course, they're <laughs> dropping in Europe. So will there be enough energy to keep the factories running and the homes warm there? Yeah, and that, that's the million-dollar question. You know, the short answer is we don't know for sure. Um, they have definitely stored up a lot of energy over the summer, but they were planning on continuing to do that. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago, they uh, the Nord Stream 1, which is the major gas pipeline into Germany, shut down indefinitely. Um, and so now, uh, you know, the, it's really just a question of how cold the winter is and how much gas is needed. Um Speaking specifically to factories, uh, there are already quite a few that have shut down. Um, aluminum, uh, glass makers, steel plants uh, across Europe, mainly because the, the cost of running them is so high. Um, so we are going to see more of those energy intensive operations shutting down. And of course, there could be um, some, well, there will be some economic um, implications to that as well as potentially some supply chain implications. And final question. So President Biden was at the U.N. this week and U.S. and European solidarity with Ukraine still appears to be firm. So what's next in terms of support for for Ukraine? You know, so far, I don't see any major changes here. Um, what again, you know, kind of going back to that that attrition issue, I think the big test will come this winter um, when there are more personal sacrifices in Europe and uh, and more people becoming frustrated, uh, you know, with the economic situation and that type of thing. Right now, um, the, the support seems to be firm across the board. And, you know, obviously, we hope it stays that way. Thank you so much, Meredith. That's Meredith Wilson, CEO of Emergent Risk International. And coming up on WTOP, can Washington stay perfect at home today against Philly? Jay Brooks is on the way with sports. 
914. The NFL Sunday is my fun day. Dave Preston here. One of the things I love about betting on the league is that I'm always finding new player game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for tonight's game. Looking at Denver, San Francisco, I like the 49ers, the under on total points, and the over on Russell Wilson passing yards. Same game parlay is just one of the reasons why when I bet, I bet with FanDuel. You'll like how easy it is to use. You'll love the fast withdrawals because when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings fast. Right now, new customers get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win with promo code PRESTO. That's promo code PRESTO. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Jay Brooks. Good morning, Liz. We start with week three in the NFL as 1-1 one one Washington will host division foe Philadelphia, who are 2-0 on the young season. Burgundy and gold signal caller Carson Wentz talking about how to get the offense rolling today against the Eagles. I think we've shown that it just takes one play. I think, you know, for us, it's, it's you know, last last game not getting a first down those first couple drives and just missing here or there, just one little thing. If we can just find a way to, to force the issue and, you know, find a first down, create one play, one chunk play to kind of spark a little momentum, spark a little bit of that, uh, we got to find a way to do that. And we'll find out at 1 o'clock this afternoon elsewhere. College football from yesterday, Terps falling at Michigan 34-27, to Maryland's Big Ten opener with head coach Mike Loxley on what the Terps did wrong yesterday. We had two critical plays in the game, a fourth and one earlier, late in the first half, weren't lined up correctly, it gave them a cheap one, and then the third and five when the game was right in its critical moments where we didn't have an edge to our defense. That's on us to, as coaches and as players to figure out when we have opportunities against good teams how to execute at a high level, and today uh, we didn't do enough of that. we got to get that cleaned up. Up next, Michigan State visits College Park this Saturday at 3.30 for the rest of the college scoreboard. Go to the sports page at WTOP.com. Baseball owes a three-game win streak, snapped 11-10 loss to the Astros Baltimore. Now four games back for the final wildcard spot in the Yale with just 11 games to go. A 105 first pitch this after at the yards is also in both throws for the O's. Nats, 4-1 losers in Miami trying to avoid that 100th loss on the season today at 140 as Annabelle Sanchez will tow the rubber for Washington. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Fairfax County Fire and Rescue is sending a crew of 45 people and rescue equipment ahead of Tropical Storm Ian, which could slam Florida as a hurricane on Tuesday. It's Virginia Task Force One will work with two other FEMA-activated teams headed to that region, one from Virginia Beach and another from Ohio. After a rough week on Wall Street, holiday travel is expected to cost more this year. Experts advise booking early for holiday travel before prices go up even more. And after mounting losses in Ukraine, Russia's president is now calling up their military reservists, a move that's not going over well in Russia. Young men looking to dodge the draft are fleeing by air and also by land, leaving backups at border exits out of the country. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. And Jews around the world celebrate Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, beginning tonight. 
This shofar, or ram's horn, is meant to remind God of Abraham's willingness to sacrifice his son Isaac and God's mercy of replacing Isaac with a ram. Jews also eat apples and honey for a sweet new year. Israel closed its borders with Gaza and the West Bank, and troops are on high alert for possible Palestinian attacks over the month-long holiday period. Linda Gradstein for CBS News, Jerusalem. It's 918. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Mary in the traffic center. All right, thanks, Liz. And big picture, it is still a Sunday, so we're not tracking too many things, but here's what we are. Unfortunately, if you're in Virginia, Interstate 95 southbound is one of said things. You're going to hit the brakes after the Fairfax County Parkway, and it's a slow roll to get to the Lorton Road exit 163. Better news. We are down to just a single right lane being blocked with the crash cleanup. Now, again, if you join from Lorton Road, you still are beyond this incident and you are beyond the delays. Nothing reported on Route 1 currently in Fairfax County and nothing reported on 123. The Easy Pass Express lanes are pointed northbound on an early Sunday morning. Around the Beltway, we're back to speed. Crash cleared on the inner loop near George Washington Parkway. No troubles in Prince George's County yet. Spilling onto the Beltway from FedEx Field for the Commander's Game, but secondary roadways around FedEx anticipate a lot of volume and police traffic control. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, running southbound after 32 in Annapolis Junction, actually closer to 198, new crash reported, 95 in Maryland Beltway to Beltway open. To the district, Fiesta D.C. will be taking up a lot more real estate as the day goes on. They have a parade. Pennsylvania Avenue closed right now from uh, 7th to 3rd and Constitution as well from about 12th to 3rd. But 14th Street between Independence and Constitution is being closed on and off for staging for said parade. Stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. DLT's team of IT procurement pros, technology experts, and partners help federal agencies easily procure IT solutions before fiscal year-end budgets expire. Visit dlt.com slash your team, Mary DePompa, WTP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. As we continue with our Sunday, we'll wake up to warmer temperatures than we experienced yesterday. Yesterday, with lows in the 40s, we're looking at low temperatures in the 50s across much of the area. Temperatures will rise quickly throughout the day in the advance of a frontal system, which will be bringing us clouds and some rain showers, particularly in the afternoon hours. High temperatures will tap out in the upper 70s near 80. Fair skies tonight, clearing skies. Monday and Tuesday will be dry. Highs in the 70s. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. 62 degrees in Annapolis, 61 in Bowie, 55 degrees in Leesburg. Brought to you by Linda Plummer. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a memorial to D.C. firefighters who died in the line of duty during the department's 150-year history, 921. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. 
with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WTOP to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code WTOP only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over West Virginia only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DraftKings is a partner of Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Space tourism is skyrocketing. Details coming up in Money News in just minutes. 922. This is George Wallace, and we have reached my favorite time of the year. It's fall and the start of football season. It's also the perfect time to take care of that home improvement project you've been putting off, like getting a new roof. And you don't want just any company replacing your roof. You want the roofing experts that have over 20 years of roofing expertise and the ones that get the job done right the first time. Well, there's only one choice, folks. Pick up the phone and call Patrick Fingles at New Look Home Design. They've installed over 40,000 roofs for happy homeowners, and they install an average of one roof every hour. So you know they have the experience you want when working on your home. New Look offers same-day, on-site or virtual estimates, a 3D rendering of your home, and line-by-line pricing so you know exactly what you're paying for. Oh. And don't forget about the lifetime warranty so you know they stand behind their work. This fall, New Look is offering 20% off any roofing project and qualify for 12 months, no payment, no interest financing. Do what I and over 40,000 homeowners have done. Call New Look Home Design at 800-279-5300 or visit newlookhomedesign.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 923. Firefighters and families of fallen members gathered in D.C. on Saturday to memorialize those who died in the line of duty. The ceremony was held at St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Northwest. A bell rang for all 102 members of the D.C. Fire and EMS Department who died during its 150-year history. Angelique Williams Wilkinson was only eight when her father, John T. Williams, died. I knew he loved doing it. He would go there on his days off, but I never thought that this would have happened to him. She spoke with our NBC4 News partner. Angelique's father fell through an overhang and into a basement while searching for trapped victims. John Williams' name is mounted on a call box at 14th and H Street Northwest across the street from where he died in 1984. A woman was attacked from behind as she was going into a Montgomery County apartment Friday morning. Detectives from the Special Victims Unit say this happened just after 1030 as she was entering her apartment in the 800 block of Northampton Drive, just north of Langley Park. The suspect was said to be wearing a black ski mask and a black hooded sweatshirt. The investigation is ongoing. And kids are supposed to be back in school, but some kids don't show up. That's why truancy programs are getting into full swing. Throughout the D.C. area, there are truancy prevention programs, and in Prince George's County, there is even a truancy court. That court, while it can and does hold parents accountable for sending their children to school, the ultimate goal isn't to penalize the parent. It really is compliance. Prince George's County State's Attorney Ayesha Braveboy says she'll join with the school district sending letters to parents of kids with five or more days of unexcused absences. Kids who are truant may be directed to various county resources to help them keep up their attendance. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here is Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Financial services company UBS estimates the space travel market will be worth $3 billion by 2030. 
but with prices for Reseda Board, Blue Origin, and Virgin Galactic out of this world, space fans are learning you don't have to be a billionaire to experience weightlessness. Companies are offering everything from zero-pressure balloon trips to simulated zero-gravity flights. What you're experiencing on our plane is exactly what astronauts who are going to space are basically getting the chance to feel before they make that trip. Matt Goad is CEO at Zero Gravity Corporation. For $8,200, participants hop on board a modified Boeing 727-200, which flies in parabolic arcs, allowing you to float as if you were in space. Demand is skyrocketing, and research flights are driving growth. All these things going on with space stations, Mars, Moon, they're looking for an environment. How do they test things that will act in space? And we are the accessible way to do it. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on Tropical Storm Ian, which is expected to gain strength, and it could hit Florida as a hurricane in just a couple of days. 926. Transparency and trust makes 